All right. Now, from the Tigers, Lee Hadji Pintelis has always been open with us. Yes, um, Brighton's lawyers are sponsors of SEN, but plenty of times we've talked about life at the Tigers. And yesterday was a tumultuous day. And uh, we put the call into Lee. Would you want to talk? He said, of course I will. And Lee has um, come on the line this morning. Lee, welcome again to the program. It's a double act this week. Um, it is the most obvious question in sport to ask, but how do you feel today? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I didn't think we'd be catching up again so soon. Uh, no, look, I'm fine. I, um, I caught up with Justin last night. We had a few beers and it was an enjoyable evening and slept like a baby. I spoke to Chamus and Brett Reed yesterday and got a lot off my chest and Today I feel fine. It's, uh, we've closed this chapter and we move on. Okay. Um, first and foremost, how did you receive the news that you were no longer the chair, that the, the, the whole board had been wiped? With, with, well, as it turns out, with the exception of Denny Stapleton from the Balmain Tigers. Well, but yeah, that's a bit interesting in itself. Uh, now at about 2.20pm yesterday afternoon, I received a phone call from Danny, uh, who is the chairman of the Balmain Tigers and also a fellow director, or was a fellow director. Uh, he was with Tony Andriacchio, the chair of uh, the Holman Barnes Group, who was also a fellow director. Uh, and they rang to let me know that the shareholders, uh, all three, Balmain, Holman Barnes and West Magpies, uh, had accepted the recommendations of the review uh, which included the dismissal of the entire board effective immediately, uh, the constitution of an interim board, uh, the appointment of an interim chair and CEO, uh, and that uh, it would be reviewed again in six months' time to take effect immediately, and there would be uh, a, an immediate review and consequential consideration of Justin's position as well. So that's how it came to my attention. We spoke to you yesterday morning, Lee, and I got the sense that you potentially didn't see this coming. Was there any hint at um, these findings prior to you getting that call? Uh, look, Jake, you, you, you've, you've got to consider you know, the, the quality of the people involved. I was at the Balmain Christmas party dinner uh, on the Saturday night and received numerous assurances of support. Well, that lasted 48 hours because apparently there was a shareholders meeting on Monday night and the shareholders adopted the recommendations of the review. Now, this review has never been shown to us. We haven't seen the report. We haven't seen the recommendations. We were told that we were going to be given the report and an opportunity to respond to it. So we're just misled there. Now, obviously, what happened was, as I understand it from speaking to Brent Reid, is that the outcome of the shareholders meeting on Monday night was leaked to Carianas. And given these people, of course, none of this is a surprise. And so they hit the panic stations yesterday, frantic phone calls being made, forcing an outcome much earlier than what they had expected. Now, I am told that we will never see the report. And of course, I've got no entitlement to it now, uh, given that I'm no longer chair on the board. So be it. Uh, we move on. But the manner in which it was done by shareholders, these are people who sit as directors of the shareholders, but also sit as directors on the West Tigers board. So I chair a board with these people who sit there having a fiduciary duty to the organisation, yet behind the scenes, scurrying in the shadows, putting together plans for the demise of the board. How is that not a breach of their fiduciary duty? Why would they not come forward and say there is an obvious conflict with me continuing in this role? I need to step down. It's, it just it boggles belief. It, it is a world with which I am not familiar. So... 
I, I asked a couple of big questions because, as you can imagine, Lee, our text line is just lit up from, and we're talking before six o'clock this morning. Um, are the Tigers in good shape? Without knowing what's in the review, in your honest opinion, Lee, and I've had, I, I first met you way before there was any partnership. Yeah. SEN didn't exist and all the rest. And I said, this guy, he could run the NRL. Are the Tigers in good shape? Can you say today, if, if you were back on deck today, the Tigers are in good shape in all the terms of structure, finances, pathways, those areas? Uh, look, I, I think we are in the best shape that we have been in four years. There are challenges. There are challenges. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, for example, and I'll, I'll be blatantly obvious, the divisions that exist between Balmain and the West Magpies, they continue to this day. There are issues there all the time. There are challenges there that have to be overcome. We have two Harold Matz teams. We have two SG Ball teams. Our uh, reserve grade team plays as the West Magpies, not as the West Tigers. So there are challenges that continue. But having said that, they've largely been overcome. Our Pathways program is as strong as it's ever been. We invest more in Pathways than any other club by, by millions. Uh, and the young ones that are coming through are, are incredibly exciting. The coaching structure, I think, is as settled as it has been uh, for the last four years. And I think the roster is the best roster that I've said. I was down there yesterday again, yesterday morning, watching the boys train. And there is a certain excitement that permeates throughout that group. So I think, yes, the answer is yes. Now, as to Justin, and of course, there's been a lot of written and said about Justin. His role as the CEO, I think, I think it has to be judged on, on two bases. One, uh, the financial viability of the organisation and the Centre of Excellence, which is just an outstanding outcome for the, uh, for the club. And we've also secured another $41 million for a Centre of Excellence at the northern end of Campbelltown Stadium. This is largely through his efforts. There have been lengthy discussions, even as recently as last week and the week before, about a new permanent stadium for the West Tigers, which has been largely through efforts of Justin as well. I mean, I, I, I partake and whatnot, but I, I tip my hat to him the way that he's driven that conversation. So, so the club is, I think, in the best place that it has been in the last four years. And I think a lot of people misunderstand the, the correlation between what happens at board level and what happens on the field. Now, I'm certain that Benji, Benji will turn things around for this club, maybe in a year or two or whatever the case might be, but he's instilled certain standards and benchmarking now which will bear fruit. Um, and I think, as I say, Justin, to a large extent, should get a lot of the credit. Uh, I've seen the way the, the staff have responded to him, the players, uh, particularly yesterday and yesterday afternoon after the news broke. So I think he's been very unfairly treated. But look, having said that, he's a big boy. He understands that this is a results-driven business. He's taken it on the chin and we move forwards. Uh, Lee, given that you're the principal of Brydon's and the way this is all unfolded, do you intend to honour the sponsorship deal for 2024? Yeah, interesting to use the word honour in these discussions, but the answer is yes. Uh, I have one year left on my contract. I will honour that. But having said that, I know that they were on the phone yesterday to alternate sponsors ascertaining their preparedness to come on if I withdraw. Why not ring me directly and ask me? Why go through the back door? Why go, why go scurrying around in the shadows? Uh, as I say, I just could not be more disappointed with the, the misconduct and the, and the deceit. You're a big boy, of course. You're, you're a very successful businessman and, and, you know, life will go on. And as you said, you slept okay last night and you, you're back at work this morning. By the way, um, one of our listeners texted in, I take my fedora off to leave for fronting up. Go the dogs, he <laughs> says. Though. He's a Bulldogs fan. That's the way it is. Lee, I, I, I say this. See, I think Shane Richardson's a, a really good rugby league man. 
he's he's, yep. he's got six months. What what happens? Like, if you got a, if you thought what what happens at the end of six months? What if what if he then walks away? I mean, is there a plan? Well, you don't know what was in the report. So first of all, you don't know. Is it a hundred? Is it ten things? Is there twenty things? Is there thirty things that need addressing? I mean, how's this all going to un- how's this all going to play out from here? Do you think? No, your guess is as good as mine. As I understand it, the report makes 46 or 47 recommendations. And don't forget, this is simply a report which expresses the opinions of two gentlemen, uh, Crawford and Barney. I don't know why it's being received as gospel, why, why that their opinion has to be actually followed and obeyed without, without challenge. Why was it not presented to us and given us the opportunity to consider it um, logically and reasonably? Why has it simply just been adopted in full and they're just executed upon it? As to where it pl- uh, plays out, I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. I received a phone call yesterday morning from a player manager asking whether the reports on Shane Richardson that were in the Telegraph were true, and I assured him that they weren't. There was no truth to it whatsoever, and he breathed a sigh of relief. Well, of course, unbeknownst to me, there had been discussions with Richardson and others going on, obviously, for some time. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know, Andrew. I don't know where it's going to play out or, or what their plan is. Is it, is it an interim book, six months, 12 months, or what the, what the case is? I can't say one word about Shane Richardson. I don't know the man. Uh, people speak very highly of him and, and, and credit to him. Barry O'Farrell, I know a little bit um, uh, from his previous dealings with the West Tigers. But I wish them well, and I wish the club well. You know, I have no ill feeling towards the club. The club, let me just say, the club is staffed by wonderful, wonderful people within the organisation, uh, and, and the football department as well. I mean, the, the texts that I received last night, even from the players, is, was, was just humbling and overwhelming. Uh, so, it, you know, it's a wonderful organisation. Unfortunately, uh, largely managed by a dysfunctional board uh, from within and without. Will you remain a West Tigers fan? Oh, always, always. Always bleed black, white and gold, yeah, so... Uh, ab- absolutely. That's where my heart is. I'll attend the games next year. I'll support the club. Uh, I'll just go back to my normal life as a spectator and a supporter. Lee, I'll ask you a question that it might take a while to answer. Biggest success, biggest failing in your time as chairman. Do you care to answer that? No, no, I'm happy to. Uh, biggest success, I think, was the Pathways program. Uh, which is starting to bear fruit now. As I say, I went down and saw the boys train yesterday. There are a number of 18-year-olds. I think someone said yesterday, there's, there's a, I can't remember the number exactly, but it's a very big number of our top 30 uh, locally grown juniors, something of which we're very, very proud. We've got some 18-year-olds in that squad now in our top 30 who could be anything. So I think, I think that's, that's uh, and, and as I say, the spread of the game uh, by, by the West Tigers in, in our geographical footprint here in the southwest. And the work that we've done behind the scenes in establishing the Centre of Excellence at Concord and now the, the, the new one at, at uh, Campbelltown. So I think that's, that's been um, a success for us, major success. I think in terms of a disappointment or a failing, I think there were some, perhaps at the coaching level, uh, in hindsight, I think there were some mistakes made. Like, for example, um, in the last year of Michael Maguire's contract, it, it was extended. Uh, I think that was in, on reflection and error. Perhaps we should have just sat back and waited to see how the year panned out. Uh, but uh, but that, that's but coaching is very challenging. Appointing of coaches extraordinarily challenging. And uh, as I say, I've got no concerns or regrets about the uh, the Tim Sheen's appointment. I think at the time, I think it was taken on board as a as a transition piece, and that's what it was meant to be. Um, uh, Benji was uh, always floating around in the background, and it just was elevated much quicker than what we had expected. But having said that, and having witnessed him now in that role, 
uh, I, yeah, I have no regrets about uh, appointing Benji as the head coach. So, yeah, look, you know, looking back on reflection, there are things that we may have been able to have done uh, better. Uh, we all take responsibility for that. And uh, uh, as I say, there have been some successes that we have rejoiced in. A story um, that's been developing over the last week or so, Lee, around David Nofaluma and um, tardiness with training, not meeting standards. Um, I've, I've read that you're quite close with David. Um, do you know what's what's going on there? Yeah, absolutely. My uh, my friendship with David goes well beyond my chairmanship or any playing contract. When my daughter was in hospital with leukemia in 2014, David came and visited her a number of times and became very, very good friends with my children. That remains the case to this day. I took him out for his 30th birthday only last week. Uh, now, he's, he's, he's found himself in a very challenging and difficult place. There's no doubt. I, I think the boy's lost at the moment. I think he has all the talent and ability in the world. I think he just needs to focus. Uh, at the moment, uh, he's not towing the line. At the moment, he has uh, proven somewhat difficult uh, to manage expectations. There has been some miscommunication, but Benji is instilling, as I say, a benchmarking um, and a standard that he wants to enforce, and David's just got to come on board. There's no two ways about it. But he's got it, he's got it in him to do it. I know the kid. Uh, he's definitely got it in him. He's, got, he's still got the ability. He's only just turned 30 years of age. He's got two years left on his contract with the West Tigers, and there's no reason why David can't turn it around, and I'll be doing whatever I can to encourage him in that regard. Uh, Chock of Calderwood on the text. Lee Hedgepin, tell us, tell us how you really feel. At least he's been up front his entire stint as chairman. I've enjoyed his insight on SEN and appreciate his honesty, uh, Jock Goldwyn. These aren't Tigers fans necessarily. Um, mm. Other people want to know is Adam Fadua Blake going to the Tigers? Jerome Luai, well, that's really not your domain now, is it, uh, Lee? You move on. Others saying it doesn't sound like Lee's moving on. Um, Lee, what's the next few days like? Do you, do you, will you switch your phone off? Do you want to keep talking about it? You've been great to come on air this morning, but would you rather... Okay, what's done is done, you know, and you've done interviews today, you can read in the paper as well, that it is just, just move on as as brutal as it is? No, I, I agree with you, Andrew, 100%. As I say, I spoke to Chamis and Brett Reid last night. I like those boys. I've had a very good relationship with the press for quite some time. It's been a very different relationship to many others because when I speak to the press, I go on the record as opposed to others who just who don't. But uh, And I've spoken to you this morning out of respect for the relationship that I have with SEN, but you're right. This closes the chapter on it. Uh, I will ignore the thousands of texts and phone calls I've received from other media agencies asking me to appear and or to speak with them. Uh, we move on. I get back today and I've got a full day of appointments and uh, conferences and reviews with staff, so I will throw myself into that. But um, as I say, I've uh, said what I needed to say. I've, I've put it on the record and we move on. You've got your detractors, I'll tell you that. There's, there's those, of course, and, and that's going to be the way. You can't, you can't be loved by everyone. You've got your supporters, knackers of Tempworth on the text. Lee, quality person, got to know him on your program. I'd have him at my Sharks any day. Tigers need to be based in southwest Sydney. Merry Christmas, says knackers of Tempworth. Text coming in um, by the second here, Lee. Well, that's, that's an interesting end of the year. So, Bryden's lawyers, Tigers will be on deck next year. Lee, you're locked in with SEN. Um, we've done a review. We've uh, we've come back with. Uh, we love having you on the program. So there you go. It's Charlie who's <laughs> under most pressure here. Let me tell you, he's oh, I see. <laughs> the review. You should see some of the points that have been made about the program. Uh, 
the review about Charlie, the independent review. I mean, fair dinkum. Do you need a do you need a like an intern there at Brighton's lawyers? Somebody could just <laughs> no, no. But I, I, I do hope that Charlie gets. I do hope Charlie gets the opportunity to actually look at the review and see it and respond to it, <laughs> rather than just being hung out to dry well, on the basis well, of a review that he never seen. Yeah, well, they're all up for grabs. You see, you see Jay the bookman with his jokes. It's it's under review. Um, the the panel mm. operating of Dan. James, the tech who just turns things off and on, um, it's all up for review. Um, but when we present our review, we have it over a few beers, and uh, it's a very different environment to the world of rugby league, which just keeps on delivering, Lee. Um, all the very okay. best, Lee. Um, been an extraordinary you, 24 hours, and we really do appreciate you coming on the show. No, no, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Enjoy your day. Here we go. Leah Dupin, tell us, James, what about rugby league? Seriously, like, what about rugby league? That it yeah. just delivers stories and what's happening there and the way things are conducted. And that was it's, uh, it's, that was that was incredible. pretty explosive interview, Bossy. We'll, we'll get Dan and Charlie to, to clip that up. Um, if anyone missed any part of that interview, we'll get it out on the socials. Um, that was interesting, very, very interesting. So does complete change at that level, is it the catalyst to success? I suppose that's the question that you, that you have to answer today. Tigers fans with hope, some rejoicing, others saying basket case, all the rest. Continue to have your say right here. Uh, we're on air through until 9 o'clock and then Julian King 9 to 12 here on SEN. It's a big story. The open line number 1300 01 11 70. The text is 0457 736 736.